coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California. I'm Anne. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to July. Um, how's it going, everybody? Good. I mean, I, I say that like we haven't been sitting here and chatting for the last <laughs> half an hour before I press the record button. Nobody, but... <laughs> nobody knows. Now they know. Uh, <coughs> Sorry, Bless, Bless you. you. Um, my fourteen-year-old uh, son just. My husband was commenting on how deep his voice has gotten recently, and um, he recorded his voice on like on a video on his phone, <laughs> and then played it back for himself. And he, I guess, he'd not heard. <laughs> And so he's just like. had the realization that he hates hearing his voice <laughs> recorded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all, we all well, go through welcome. that. Welcome to that side, yes. I like That's to talk. Great. I just don't want to hear myself. Yeah. It, it doesn't sound so bad it rattling around in my head, but it's definitely different. It's different. Played back, for sure. That's so funny. Um, well, Kara's going to sneeze again. Maybe. Kara's going to sniff. <laughs> I'm trying to sniff into my shirt so it's maybe it's muted <laughs> it's definitely very covert we've talked about it everyone knows now yep. <laughs> um well i guess we jump into what are you working on yep uh we all are dying to know what katie's working on oh she has some gorgeous i want to steal that when she's not looking this that color is gorgeous yarn has been in my stash for a decade at least <gasps> This is from Village Spinning and Weaving in oh. Solving. Ooh, it was like one of those sold by the ounce um, things. And I think they hand dyed it there. I had to like wow. dig deep in my Ravelry to see because I had started a project with this and I luckily made notes because I was wondering if I had enough yardage of it. And it's like a tealy, bluey, green color. I don't know if it had a name at some point, um, but it's like Kona fingering and it was it's like 1200 yards or something. Um, wow, that I have of it, and it was the perfect amount to make float side, um, oh. which is a woolen pine pattern. So this is my main color, and float side is worked sideways, and you start in the round on a sleeve, and then transition into the body. So oh, I have cool. my sleeve cast on. Um, I have a question for both of you. Yeah. Um, it starts with an I cord cast on. And yeah. I can never make my I cord cast on look neat because I figure I always feel like that first row is really loose. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And it was really bothering me. So I did a provisional cast on and I'm going to do an I cord bind off instead. Perfect. But I didn't know yep. if there was a way that I didn't know of that you know better than me. Pull tighter on the. Yeah, or but I, I always like start with still... the small. I always have to start with one or two sizes smaller yeah. than the they say doesn't... to make it tidy. The pattern says to use your larger size needle for the cast on. Mm. And it didn't look good, so I started it over. Well, then, but... yeah, you're never going to solve that problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think... your, your solution was the best solution. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so it's got a panel of color work that runs down the front and the float side, aka the wrong side of the work, shows um, down the front. So you get these cool strands. And the this pattern is really, really smart um, because you always are knitting... Um, where does it say? Hold on, let me read it because it makes sense. Their patterns are generally really. I was well going to say that the the, the the team does a great job of making things 
It coherent. says the floats are worked on the with the float side facing outward to create a fabulous texture. Stitches are slid back to the start of the row every row so you never have to purl your color work. And I was like, that is smart. Nice. And they have like a bunch of really great video tutorials that go with the pattern. Um, like you get a password um, in the pattern mm-hmm. to access the videos. So, so far, so good. I'm really enjoying it. I don't know what my, I think I need seven contrasting colors for my size and I don't know what they are going to be yet. Um, I might buy like a mini skein set or something. So I was looking at my stash and I couldn't find any seven semi-solid cohesive colors that I really like together. Um, but I figured I could at least start on it and I'll get to that when I get to it. Yeah. Like maybe a Miss Babs or something. Yeah. Um, or whatever. I have a suggestion. Yes. Treehouse Knits makes some really amazing mini skein sets. Mm-hmm. Um, I had taken advantage of her more recent one that was like Gilmore Girls mm. inspired. And I got those. So I have my mini skeins for that. I just don't have a, a solid for that okay. as a background. Oh. But it's kind of perfect because it's seven colors. Oh, oh that would be cool. perfect. I'm looking at their website and I don't see any, but maybe they have to like you may wait have for to a... add, may, may, Might need another update. Yeah. Um. I or since that... I won't actually make it, you could just look at, maybe I'll bring in mine, you could look and see if it works yeah, for you. Maybe I'll buy it off you. Yeah. Um, what colors are they? Obviously must go with this. Yeah, these are <laughs> um, Karen's colors, so. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so I started that and I am enjoying it. I just started it today. I did my swatch and I, it, since it's knitted sideways, I figured the ga- row gauge was pretty important, so I washed it and blocked it like they told me to, my swatch. And before it was dry, I cast on because I was like, oh, I think it's going to be fine. <laughs> and I think it was. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, and you're so, setting a good example. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, do as I say. And apparently I also did this time. Yeah. Usually I, I know. Yeah. Um, so that is on one. Um, I have this bag here. This is called the Mason bag. And it is from Cute Fabric. I, I know where you got from... that. Oh, who is it that makes the, um, the hardware, uh, sweet, no, tomato, Sally tomato. It's a Sally tomato pattern. Um, and it's like a cosmetic bag sort of, and it's like an angled shape boxy bag kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw this pattern on Ravelry. I didn't realize that this is the larger size that it was going to be as big as it is. There's also a smaller size version of this pattern. And I thought, oh, that might be a fun class to teach. But it was such a pain in the booty that I don't want to subject um, <laughs> your student to it. Or yourself again. Or myself again. Because I bought fabric for two of them. Because I was like, oh, this will be, you know, really fun. So my fabric is like a golden ochre kind of color background with apples on it. Like little pink apples. Yeah, and then I bought cute. the alternate colorway of this fabric, which is like uh, like a apple green color. And I don't remember what color the apples are, but that was going to be the mini size, but I don't want to make another one of these. <laughs> and I'm calling it a work in progress because I never assembled my lining because I don't want to. So I may or may well, not. I mean, I'm sure I will. It's a pretty cool shaped bag, even yeah. if the construction's kind of wackadoo. And I think I should have sewn the lining together first before I sewed the outside because it's like a foam interfacing. So there's a lot of fabric I have to squish out of the way in order to sew the lining closed. Wait, wait. So I should have so done the, the other way. the lining's not part of... Because it looks like a finished bag right now. Yeah, but like you have... So the bag is finished because you're sewing the side and the bottom seams on both sides. Yeah. So I did it for the outside and then I turned it right side out to see what it looked like. 
but I still have to turn it inside out again and do those same seams oh. for my lining pieces. Yeah. But I haven't done it yet, and I don't feel like it. So maybe someday it'll be a finished project, but for right now it is a work in progress. But I thought it was cute. And I like it, so I do want to finish it. Um, I am knitting a Strange Brew with my Strange Brew class that I am currently teaching, and it is a Halloween version of uh, my Christmas sweater, basically, that I made a couple years ago. So this is my Halloween sweater, and it has a sun and moon, oh, no, a star and a moon. Kitty. I've got purple kitties. I have oh, candy I corn. Love those cats. And I am on the bright green, which is going to be ghosts, which you can't see on my pattern. Those are my ghosts. Ectoplasmic. Right? Totally. I was like, what color are my ghosts going to be? Bright green. Why not? Yeah. Because my cats are bright purple. I wanted to make, I was like, oh, that'll be cute. I'll put black cats on it. But it's a black sweater. So I was like, well, what color cats am I going to make? Do you know what this color is? Uh, purple pop. It is a hundred percent purple yeah, pop. It's beautiful. <laughs> I died it for some beautiful. other project, but it works for this. So, yeah, it's um, gorgeous. It has been very fun, and it's fun to see what my students are coming up with. Oh too, yeah, it's, it's, uh, design your own. So everybody's doing something a little bit different. Um, I have a crocheted cardigan. I think last time I talked, I was doing a different crocheted cardigan, the Carl cardigan, and I decided yeah. I didn't care about it. It looked boring. It was boring. <laughs> this is um oh, the so pattern you is found called the $2 yarn too. I did. <laughs> this pattern is called Envision and it is a crocheted top-down cardigan. So your crocheting increases like you would a knitted raglan sweater. Um let's see if there's a good picture of it on this page so you can see. It's like your basic button-up really cute mm-hmm. basic cardigan. Yeah, it is cute. Um, and I'm using whatever this yarn is. Limited edition. Yes, limited edition. <laughs> limited time only, which I think is a lie. No, it's now, it's like they're clearing it out. Yeah, it's I know, done. but like, it's been around for <laughs> a oh, few like, years. No. Mm. No, it just started this fall. But this yarn has been around for a while. I don't think so. Mm, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Because they've never had like a. I'd settle the debate, like debate, but I know nothing. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I thought, it, I thought it had been around they a while. They have another because I was looking to see if you could order it online because mm-hmm. I wanted some of the natural. Yeah, I got three balls of the natural uh, when yeah. by the time it went to two dollars. Um, it they have another thing called cozy wool, but it's like a chunky. Yarn. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, I need to get back to Michaels because I want to buy more, but I don't know if they have it. So they, I was there. The other day, I don't remember, Sunday yeah, maybe? recently-ish. And um, there was like some green and purple and orange, I think. Okay. This color is called Spice. Yeah. It's like a rusty orange color. Um, you want me to look for some tomorrow? I'm going to be out in a different area, so I might look at a different Michaels. Yes. If I you do. happen to be in one. There's you know. nothing at the Camarillo one. Yeah, I was just looking, thinking about the Valencia one. I would love to know. <laughs> Buy whatever they have. The whole it. stock. No. It's $2 a ball. Yeah, it's a good deal. Because what is it normally? 10 bucks. Yeah. And you get a lot of yardage. So um, it's a DK weight, supposedly. Even though, for some reason, yours looked so much thinner the other day when I was looking at it. Um, so this is called the Envision Cardigan. And I have a knitted sweater that I pulled out of my... Um, the depths of my closet when I was organizing 
So this is the Lori pullover, which I've made and I taught as a class. Oh. But this is a new sample of it in my favorite yarn, which is I love Karen Cotton color. Cakes. Um, but that so gray it's a is acrylic. gorgeous. <clears throat> it looks so energetic. It's such a nice yeah. yarn. Like you can feel it. It's like yeah, it's cotton, Spongy. but it's it's got lots of you know memory. It's mm -hmm. it's just a really nice yarn. So I figured a nice slouchy pullover with a cotton yarn, I'd probably get a lot of wear out of. And it's a semi-solid light-ish gray color. Like how could you know? But it's got some tone to it. Yeah. Yeah, that is just my this eyes. was called <laughs> no. <laughs> it's tonal. It's, yeah, it's definitely right now tonal. the floaters are like taking over. Um, <laughs> this was the cotton. Angel cake, I think is what they called it, which is like a semi-solid version because currently they're only selling the striped version of that yarn. And whenever they come out with the solid color version, I'm going to buy as many as I can because <laughs> I like that yarn a lot and I'm tired of the stripes. But I've made two or three sweaters out of it and I really like it. So that's the Lori pullover. Um, and then I have two quilts that I have, one that I just cut out and one that I'm actively sewing at home. And I don't have pictures of the quilt. I can, of, you know, my blocks or whatever, but I can show you the fabric I'm using at least. Um, I'm making a bed size quilt for me. And the mm. pattern is called Starshine, which is a quilt pattern by Modernly Morgan is her design name. So it is, um, oh, that's stars. In oh, yeah. I like the colors. Yeah. I'm doing, I'll show you the fabric. I, I picked out a bunch of, cotton and steel fat quarters mm -hmm. so these are my colors plus and oh, white those are nice oh that's gonna be lovely so i've got gray coral kind of kind of an acidy limey yellowy green some light tealy turquoise a darker turquoise and then some kind of like orchidy pinky purple colors um and it's been really fun it's, you know it's uh pretty simple lots of it's a great pattern for um the way that I like to quilt because there's not, even though it's queen size, like I don't need to make 500 of a small block, you know, it's mm -hmm. at most 64 of a thing, which is not that bad when it comes to quilting. Um, but there's different techniques. Like I made flying geese. I made these little, um, sashing blocks that were different. I'm that were strip pieced. I'm making, um, a bunch of half square triangles. So I get to change it up and I'm not doing the same thing over and over. So it's been a really fun pattern That's that fun. I really like. Um, that I'm excited to have as a bed quilt because I've never made a whole quilt big enough to go over my queen size bed. And then the other one is a pattern called Just 12. Um, let me look it up because I wrote it down who it's by. Um, Tara Lee Quiltery is her username. Mm -hmm. And I bought a fat quarter bundle of, um, I'm not the biggest fan of Tula Pink, but she has a new collection of stripes and mini dots. Is that the tiny, tiny something, tiny animals or? Tiny Beasts is tiny her beasts. new collection, but this is um, part of her, like, all the time line of, like, blenders. Oh, so whatever you call it. it. So this is a fat quarter bundle of her solid tiny polka dots. Yeah, I like those. Um, Mm -hmm. so they're pretty cute the pattern like i said is called just 12 and it uses just 12 fat quarters to make a um a like throw quilt. size um That's blanket good. it's not the most um exciting looking quilt but it'll be easy and fun um let me find the picture of it so i can show you and i'll post pictures 
on you know our Instagram. So this is the pattern. It's nope. stripes, nope. strips. Charlie ships to United States. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is the picture. Oh, that is cute. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would be cute to show oh, all the fun. fun colors. Yeah. I have had a pain in the booty. James and I sat down one day trying to figure out what colors to put with which ones, and this has to go with this, and then it's going to blend into that. And we had, like, all these different iterations of how it could go. And then I finally was like, you know what? I just have to sew this thing together and stop thinking about it. But I haven't. Well, it's it, like, I, um, you know, putting together a fade, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like, at some point, you Completely just have to make addictive. a decision yeah. and do it. So um, those are the two quilts that I am working on as well. But like a fade, it's going to look good no matter what you choose. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. That was a lot of things. That was a lot of things. Yeah. But that's awesome. I love to hear. I love to hear lots of exciting projects. <laughs> Karen, what are you working on? Uh, well, mostly I oh, well, I grabbed the Great Gingham because I came to the studio with nothing to work on because I was trying to finish up something. And this is why I am glad I have an organized project because I can go to my box and I'm like, I don't have to start. First, I'm like, let's grab some yarn and start something new. <laughs> no, I don't know that. How about I just go and pull something out? And then, like, I just grabbed the first thing, and I'm like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. So that's what's in my hands at the moment. Nice. But mostly I am in full-on design land because I have a sample that's due in um, a few weeks. And I'm doing the largest size, so it has a 72-inch circumference for the body. But I've gotten – I'm almost done with the body. Right. Considering nice. I started it while I was working the elections. So it's only been two weeks or so then. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean to do the, the full on body in Tunisian crochet and I love this Surrey the teal torch knits um Surrey fluff. I love it so much. It's not currently on our website, but I I, I asked her last night, I said, Are you gonna have that on an, a future update? Because I want to make this in for in my size in this yarn mm-hmm. in the future. And it looks like a f- four color fade, but it's two colors that fade, r- blend really nicely from one to the other. So cool. And it's really, Tunisian, right? It's Tunisian. It's a raglan style pullover. And because the, the Surrey alpaca mixed with silk does not have any, and mixed with Tunisian crochet does not really have stretch. If you, if in a horizontal way, I have designed it as if it were a woven fabric. So that kind of thing needs more ease, especially if you're going to, if you've ever tried to pull something on as a pullover and you couldn't, you kind of got your, your shoulder kind of (laughs) tweaked. (laughs) I didn't want that to happen. Injuries from getting dressed. (laughs) But I did discover something in the process that while it doesn't have any stretch horizontally, it has a lot of stretch vertically. I mean, it has bounce. It bounces back. Mm-hmm. So my future thing, a future design will go like sleeve to sleeve where you'll get the the comfort of that um, stretch in that design. And you can't, you can't, you could also make it out of a fingering weight wool instead of, t- instead of two very fluffy lace weights. It's meant to be open and airy. Um, where the fluff kind of fills up the, the the air pockets. Is this something that we can share a photo of or not yet? Not yet. Okay. Maybe um, can I take a picture of like the texture of it or something? I can send you. Yes, we okay. can do that. We can because I have a picture on my phone. I think of that I took um, to show them how some of the stuff was fading. So and we can maybe black and white it or something. Yeah. 
so yeah, because it's going to be out next winter. Okay. So, but yeah, well, we'll it's, to it it's then. like wearing a kitten as long as you're not <laughs> allergic to cats. That would be, you didn't important. have to like do anything to the cat to be able to wear it. But it's like lace weight fluff on a really, really big hook. Mm-hmm. So it goes nice. pretty quickly. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I've seen you working on it. It's quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, I got something that I finished for the next segment. Okay, Literally cool. just finished while you guys were sitting here. <laughs> like before we started. Oh. Well, then I think it's Anne's turn. What are you working on? Well, um, did I talk about the snowman last time? I don't I remember don't anything so. about the snowman. Okay. So um, I had a real fun beginning crochet student. Uh-huh. And she already really kind of knew how to crochet, but she just wanted to shore up her skills uh-huh. so that she could make this uh, skirt. Okay. It is called Snappy Sampler Scarf. And it's these snowmen faces. Oh, those are so cute. cute. Um, So I'm making it in, I think it's Heartland. Uh Uh-huh. And um, a generic softish white. uh, I think it's like the store brand from uh, Joann's, whatever their store brand acrylic is. Mm. Um, But the Heartland's so pretty because it's got that tweedy colors. Yeah. And that they, they're all named after um, national parks, yeah. I think. Oh. So this one is this green. It's a soft, mossy green. It, or not mossy even. It's like a spring green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, this is the Channel Islands. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Really? I didn't know they uh-huh. had one. Yeah. This was the Channel Islands. I guess nice. there, I don't know that color. I guess it's not the color I would associate it with it, but I've never what actually. What would you choose? This color? No, no, I would say like a tealy blue, like oceany color. I think of the terrain. I haven't actually been on the island. I've only been around the island. Mm. It's dirt colored. That's why I think (laughs) it's the gold color. (laughs) I think this is what the hillsides look like in the springtime. Oh, I I would say that. That's probably about right. I have a goal that I would like to go in each season Mm -hmm. and and experience Santa Cruz in each of the seasons. We Um, were going to go camping there. We like had this idea. We're like, we should go this summer, but apparently you need to book it, you know, a summer ahead or so because I could not get a reservation. So wow, yeah, but I wanted to go. Yeah, because it's limited. It's limited space. They don't. They only li- allow it's a, a big small campground m- though. I think it just is very popular. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Um, the only way to get there is by your own boat or by uh, Island, Island Packers, Packers, which is a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Um. Especially because they stop if they see anything cool. So yeah. it's like mini whale watching, even yeah. though you didn't even pay for whale watching. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. Like one time the dolphins, I think it probably happens a lot, Yeah, but the dolphins are racing yep. with you because there's a, the dolphin nursery mm-hmm. is the on the way mm-hmm. through the channel. That's where, uh, where we've seen We so saw many. like a fin whale or something. Oh. Not on, because we've also been whale watching, um, but this was just on the way to the island. So that That's was awesome. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, the pattern is... The snappy sampler yeah, snap, scarf. But I, I'm looking for her name, who the designer oh. is. But she's on, she's on um, Ravelry. Does it say up there at the top? No. Snappy Tots. Snappy Tots. Yeah, that's, her, I guess, her design name. Hmm. She's got quite a few cute, cute crocheted things. That is cute. I did something foolish. And just today I was thinking, because I haven't worked on this in a week or two, it's pretty fast. Like, I think I got through most of this in an evening. And I just have, like, one more snowman to finish. I don't like to work over my crochet ends. I prefer to Mm -hmm. crochet them in. Mm -hmm. Or, I'm sorry, weave them in instead of crocheting them in. Um, But this has so many ends. Yeah, it does. Because you're changing colors a lot. Yep. I just realized it would probably be faster. Side fringe. 
side fringe, yeah. <laughs> it would probably be faster for me to start this over and crochet then over my ends weave in a, than to weave in all of these ends. And I think that's what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Cher, I, I kind of feel like you do about the about crocheting your ends in. Why do you prefer to weave them versus crochet over them? Two, twofold. Because I think this Great is an question. important yeah. important. Um, one topic. is I think that I can do it tidier mm-hmm. by by weaving it into the stitch instead of crocheting over it. Cause you're mm-hmm. always going to have that little nubble. I mean, you're always, always, no matter what method you choose, but I feel like I have more control over where that little end where you finally have to break the yarn or uh-huh. leave the end dangling. I think I have more control over um, where it ends up. If mm-hmm. I weave it in with a tapestry needle. Uh, second thing is uh, same thing about security, not just control, but security. I think I can do it more securely than just crocheting over it because I've had things come apart, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. when I weave it in with a tapestry needle, with a tapestry needle, I've never had it come apart and I can do it more securely. So I feel like I have more control and it's more secure if I do it, um, the old fashioned with way. a tapestry needle. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same as you, but mostly also because I feel like my gauge changes. It creates some bulk when the yarn yeah. is coming over the back of it. And yeah. Like maybe... I would definitely prefer to crochet over it than double strands. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I agree with you on that. Um, but I think it'll be faster to just rip this stupid thing out. Cause I'm going <laughs> to get the fun of doing it again. Yeah. And it is really fun. I am going to make a second one, but like in purple and blue and like snowy colors. Yeah. Cause it's just, I'm hoping that people will be interested in this. Cause I will, I'm going to offer it as a class as a winter thing, as mm-hmm. opposed to mm-hmm. this is a Christmas item. Yeah. Snowmen um, are winter. They're yeah. not Christmas. Yeah. Uh, snowmen are something we don't have here. No, Ventura. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but they are definitely for winter. Yeah, just um, making them like blues and white. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I've also I also like so I tried. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Uh, when we last uh, recorded, Karen had shared that she has committed to not starting anything new per se. I'm not going to hold you to it because I wouldn't want anyone to hold oh, me to that. <laughs> I completely forgot that and I was oh, okay. I was all ready to grab some yarn and needles. So. Well, that's how, I just <laughs> that's how quickly st- my my commitment goes. I, I thought just... you were holding strong right now. Okay, going sure. Into your bin. Sure, yeah. sure. Karen, okay. You just said, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just feel like I need to always tell the truth with you. So. Well, well, for the same reason I was going to hold you in high esteem, I also esteem the fact that you um, are so honest. Uh, I always value that as a character trait. Um, well, because, you know, liars. <laughs> bad. <laughs> um, also takes so much more effort to be a liar. Yeah. Um, I started a new sweater. So it's because of the $2 yarn. Yeah. Um, I wasn't that interested in the self-striping. Uh-huh. Um, or the multi- I couldn't even tell if it was striping. Because the color runs seem sort of short. Yeah. Um, I wasn't very interested in that in this um, cozy wool merino, whatever it's called. But then it was two dollars. Right. You're so like, well, I could get into it. For it $2. looks prettier yeah, when like, it's well, cheaper. <laughs> I only bought one ball, and I started a swatch to check out the um, what the stripe, what it looked like when uh-huh. I knitted it. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, this is striping in some pretty decent. Like nice. not too busy stripes. That's good to know because I also did not know what was going to yeah. happen with that yarn. So I. Um, I went and then I went right back over and bought like six more balls. Mm-hmm. And the sweater I'm making is a side to side by um, Skinanigans. Mm-hmm. That's the same girl who did the that pullover 
Yeah, the Miss Ziggy. Miss Ziggy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I'll finish that someday. I'm super close. I just need the sleeves, and the sleeves are short because it's a long top shoulder. Oh. Wouldn't you have ten rows? <laughs> you, yeah, no, you maybe not even. Us Mine's like five or six rows long. I found it the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, look at this thing. You who brought us to it, which I still is a really great like sweater. it, but right. And I don't regret that you um you lured us into this <laughs> wonderful sweater. Maybe I'll finish it for Halloween because it's in uh, Halloween colors. Yeah, that'd be my. But no, I'm not even thinking about it till August. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I think about Halloween all year long. I'm knitting a Halloween sweater <laughs> yeah. right now. Um, the sweater I'm making is called Deception and Persuasion. <gasps> I love that pattern. It's so cool. It's um, You can do a cardigan or a pullover. And now I'm like in full-blown like obsession with this pattern. Forget yeah. the yarn, right? So um, I think I bought it when that pattern first came out because I was like, I want it. It's not like... It's really, really easy. Uh-huh. And it's so far pretty well well written. There's one place where I'm like, okay, so you said to do those rows for this, and she has her cute little check boxes, but she actually didn't say what those rows were. Oh. So through help, people who left good notes, I, I made a, like a reasonable decision about how to interpret the pattern. Um, but you start at the cuff, and you make a sleeve, mm-hmm. and then you work across the shoulder in the front, mm-hmm. and then you do the cardigan, mm-hmm, and then you do the same thing. With the right sleeve. Yeah, I want to make that. Um, well, I'm going to make one in Malabrigo Arroyo and actually do a fade. Ooh. Um, Ooh. And I feel like I found some other yarn I wanted to use. It's like for some reason in my head, I'm like, I have a fourth one in mind. Because I'm also going to do a pullover in some like weird ribbon yarn I found at, uh, at, at uh, Fabric Tim. Nice. Um, it's fun. It's very cute. And I, I love, yeah, I have the, a dress I really like that while I was wearing it, it, I'm like, this goes with it because it has red and pink stripes in the mm-hmm. fabric of it. <laughs> there you go. So the the color I'm working in is like a fuchsia pink stripe, a sort of cherry red stripe, and then like an aubergine um, kind of burgundy. Yeah. Um, and it's beautiful. The stripes are not as busy as I thought. Uh, you knit this. The sleeve is done in the round, and then you turn it wrong side so the pearl side shows, and then you knit the body and garter stitch. I guess I didn't realize that the sleeves were stockinette because I thought they were garter stitch just looking I at the photos. I did too. Yeah, because the pearl side's showing. Yeah. But you knit the sleeve. Okay, I gotta make one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's Karen really finds fun. $2 yarn, you know, maybe I'll start one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in very interested color. in the topes. The tope, um, because mm. it's on text the band. Me, text me tonight so that when I, cause when I go out there tomorrow. Do you have your, your ball band was on your yarn still? Yeah. So I really, yeah, just get us this yarn, Karen. <laughs> Text us when you get there a yeah. picture, and I will do my best to respond back. <laughs> um, so that taupe colorway. Dang, I just thought it was originally 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah. God, I can't do this. Why are you guys doing this to me? I got a monster. Buy this yarn. Monster. Um, but see that taupe? It's like tan, white, and gray. Uh-huh. I was really not interested in that when it was just in a mystery skein of like, what, yeah. are, what are those and colors even in doing? That picture, it's like, it, it does it's, its own self striping thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's a crocheted scarf, and so the stripes aren't. They're all they're jogs, yeah. and they're not. And you can't see the pattern. No. Um, it wasn't selling it, but in this sweater, yeah, I'd be really into that. Oh yeah, totally. Do the increases go on the top of the sleeve? Yeah. Weird, Weird. right? <laughs> no, I like that. I think. Okay, I am a firm smart. believer in putting those increases on the top. Well, because it fits the, the shape. natural shape yeah. of your arm and shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Now I really want to make one now. I might have to start it over because I'm afraid my sleeve ended up too 
too small. It does. I was going to say it looks a little small, but I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it stops. It's snug. Well, it's it is it's a drop shoulder. Because oh, this is the full circumference okay. of yeah. the sweater okay. starting there. So she <laughs> writes it. She's like, when you get to... It might be fine. Maybe just a good blocking. Yeah. So anyway, I'm still thinking about that. So I keep knitting on the body, whether or not... Because it is a drop shoulder, so you can't really get a true... Yeah. Maybe I'll block the sleeve and see what I decide. That's actually probably the best idea. But because then it'll tell you how it's going to behave. What? I, I won't have to rip it all the way out. I'll just have to rip to the increases. She says for all the sizes to stop knitting the sleeve at 14 inches. Hmm. Oh, that actually... For well, all I mean, the sizes. Yeah. No. no it's, it's, not, it's not droppy. It's not enough of a drop. But you don't know that, do that when you get there, how far it's going to go. Luckily, okay, I was because... wearing a, a dress that has a drop shoulder sleeve. Uh-huh. And so I was like, well, this is a, a like a dress that's going to have almost exactly the same amount of ease as this sweater. Because yeah. I'm making a size 50 and the dress, or a, a 50 inch circumference bust. And so I just kept trying it on until it matched up my sleeve, sort of. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So here's my take on that. <coughs> why I believe that that is too short by one inch, because usually you, you want the length, even for a drop shoulder to be from like the wrist bone to the underarm. It is four inches too short for me. Yeah. I so need- if you were to do this, I think you should measure the length, not not from the top of the shoulder, because clearly it's a drop shoulder, but it should be comfortable at the underarm. Yeah. Um, not like in the pit itself, but like about an inch below the pit um, from there to about the wrist. And f- for most people, that's at l- that's about 15 inches. Maybe. I, I needed, but honestly, I actually probably need two more inches and that's probably where the real problem of mm-hmm. like when you see it straining to get up, it's, it is snugger on my sleeve, but it is more that it's like not Pulling getting up top, here. Yeah. I think if it was a little bit longer, You're then that fabric that you need, mm-hmm. well, yeah, then, then the circumference would be right where it needs to be and not pulled up higher, but something cool. Yeah. is um, people, as I, I don't usually spend a lot of time in the Ravelry comments, mm-hmm. um, but I, since I had a, a different thing, when you get to the shoulder, there, there's a set of increases that you do, mm-hmm. and it wasn't clear, like, exactly which ones you were increasing, because you're also doing a faux ribbing down here, right? which is the knit two rows, purl two rows, mm-hmm. which is the most annoying pattern in the world, <laughs> but it's working really nicely yeah. as the ribbing. Um and it's a four row repeat and she didn't tell you exactly how to interpret the increases that go with that four row repeat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, while I was looking for that answer, I saw that a lot of people mix and match the size of the sleeve to the size of the body. Mm-hmm. Ah, so I can actually, see how you could do that. I yeah. am considering that I want more ease in the sleeve. Yeah. Um, Cause the sleeve is like my exact bicep measurement right now. I'm going to say like the, how you were thankful that we started Yes. Graphica before you did. I'm grateful that you started yes. that before I ever did. Yeah. So now I can just ask you. Happily. Happily. What uh, so, karma goes around comes around. I have right? a question. Will you be wearing anything? Is this a pullover or cardigan? You this one's a cardigan. Oh, so you're definitely going to wear something underneath. Yeah. Unless it's going to be like a camisole or something that doesn't actually have a sleeve. Anything with a sleeve yeah. might oh, I hear what feel you're a little snug. A yeah. 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 And, and it, how comfortable was that? Well, I mean, I think I, okay, thank you. I think I have realized in my conversation with you that 
I want to pull it out anyway. <laughs> so stop knitting but, on the body. <laughs> but, but the striping it's is great, really, right? really cool. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, because it's not like, like block stripes. It's like a one, two, three, two, one, three, two, one. It's got like a rhythm to it. I know, it's cute. I now want to pick out like sock yarn from my stash and double it oh, and do some yeah. sort of fadey thing. Oh, that's the, that's what I want to do. That's your other one? <laughs> no, I want to do a marl as, cause yeah. I'm like, I knew I had four in mind. Yeah. I want to do this one. I started, I bought the Arroyo already. And then I bought some, this kind of throwaway yarn. That's actually knitting up pretty cool, but, um, the yeah. gate, I mean, it, it, it's a work in progress. Um, and that's why that one will be the pullover because I don't wear pullovers as much as cardigans. Mm-hmm. But I want to do a marled one. Yeah. That would be that so great. The, that was the fourth one in my head. <laughs> and I'm seeing how the texture would be so cool in a marl. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, and it's one of, I'm, I didn't come up with that out of my brain. It is a suggestion for mm-hmm. the fade. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at pictures. I'm like, this yeah. is a thing that you could easily do with double strand. And I think I'm not that crazy about the ones that are symmetrical and like. Mm, yeah mirror from the center out yeah so i think for my malabrigo one i'm gonna do like one fade. color all the way across so yeah cool. full fade starting at color a and ending at color b um or it's not b i think i chose seven colors color D, <laughs> yeah. whatever um but it's it's really fun i'm not gonna mind starting the sleeve over cool um and then i'm, I'm making a whole bunch of my warm-up mitts but i I don't want to talk about them very much right now, <laughs> except okay. for they're not in there. I got some needles specifically to make my thumbs. Oh, so remember the sock sticks? Yeah, they're kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. Lantern Moon, maybe. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find them. I don't think they're made anymore. But Haya Haya does. Oh, how cute those are! Yeah, four-inch double-pointed needles, uh-huh. and they are the most perfect thing. Perfect I bought for them thumbs. specifically to do my my thumbs on my mitts. Nice. What a and great idea! A because they're it's kind perfect. of small for socks, but for thumbs, they're perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. So, um, I got you can. They're actually kind of hard to find online. Um, I bought mine from Twisted, uh, which used to be a storefront. I think they went to only online, uh, mm. but they were a, a fun Portland? PDF store. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, I always liked going there because, like, you know, you like going to yarn stores because you like going to yarn stores. Yeah. But they particularly always had um, Pacific Northwest dyers there. Oh, that's so, cool. like, you could guaranteed find everything from Knitwit uh, or Knitted Wit, whatever her name is, but then some other cool um, PDX or, or Pacific Northwest. Um, what's that one? Black Cat Fibers? Yes. Yeah. I didn't they realize had they were a ton up there. of their stuff. I mean, maybe they're I, not, but I they had a ton that. of I also bought, like, Trillion Fibers, I think, was also a Portland, and it was, like, this super neon-y green I remember I bought Ooh. there. I loved it. It was Ooh. called, like, Lightning Bug or something, but that was a good one. Um, yeah, I think that's all I've been actively working on. I, I am working on something, but it's more of a, but it really it belongs in the finished um, objects okay. category. So, uh, what have you finished lately, Katie? Um, I finished a couple Maybe of the things. Because usually she's no, I don't piles. have. I, don't <laughs> have <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> I have five. Is that enough? That's, that's <laughs> significant. So this. That's very Katie. <laughs> oh, actually, I did. Look how cute that oh, is. Finished. Oh. Oh, I it's think next. Finished is next. Finished yeah. is now. Carry on. Um, I bought this fabric from the person I talked about last time. Um, that I bought the backing for the reptile quilt from, I needed like another $3 to get free shipping. So I bought 
a fat quarter, and it's this cute fabric that is like knitting themed. So you got skeins of yarn and needles and hats and mittens and all these cute little things. And when I bought it, it came in the mail. I put it aside in my stash, and then I pulled it out, and I was like, this isn't what I ordered because it was a straight quarter yard. And I thought I ordered a fat quarter. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, this isn't what I wanted. But then I looked in it that I did order a quarter yard. I was just, I don't know why I thought I was going to get a fat quarter. doesn't matter. Um, so I was working on this pattern called the Holland Pouch by Center Street Quilts is her um, design name on Instagram or whatever. And it's a zippered boxy pouch that's quilted. So you could see my quilting on the, yeah, on the inside. Um, and that was fun. I made a couple of these um because i thought i was considering teaching it as a class and i may still but not on this class schedule but it was fun um and it um this is like the medium size i think her pattern comes in three different sizes um and that has the foam interfacing in it too so it's uh, holds its shape really well so that was fun body to it yep um i made something for my she will be seven. Her seventh birthday is on Saturday. So for her birthday, um, my niece. She's seven? She's seven. <laughs> Wasn't she just like a toddler <laughs> yep. a minute ago? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so this is, um, the pattern is called Jazzy. Jazzy the Unicorn. So cute. So adorable. So she Look is. Look at the yarn here. Yeah. Um, this was a free pattern. I was just looking at, like, cute toys to crochet, and it was, it's been very popular on Ravelry, so it's a um, amigurumi crocheted unicorn, and um, she's like an off-white color with pink, purple, blue unicorn hair color. You know, it's <laughs> I, was, I found this yarn, I was like, this is the color of unicorn's hair. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And she has a little light purple uh, horn and pink hooves, um, so my seven-year-old niece who's obsessed with unicorns will hopefully love it. Tails. She is supposed to have a tail, but I have not put it on there yet. So depending on how close I get to Saturday, I may or may not put um, a tail on her. I love the way you ask that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, they do. They have beautiful flowing tails, I'm sure. But sometimes sometimes for a toy, that may not necessarily be a good thing. Yeah, I'm concerned about how well the hair is going to hold up because it's just like kind of slip knotted through. And the yarn I chose is real silky. feeling uh, it's like soft and silky or whatever it's like the karen simply soft but it's not that brand so i'm afraid it's gonna like the the hair is gonna just kind of slip out but i couldn't find a better way to do it that looked neat you know so i like the way you've done it because they look like like they're individually tied really nicely yeah they just like if she pulled on them they could come out so i'm like maybe i won't put a tail on but she might be old enough not to do that well we'll but then i don't know i've not raised girls so (laughs) you have an opinion well, I have a thought. Yeah. Um, what if you leaned into it as hair? And like that um, video you showed us, Karen, of the, that cat that they like needle felted all of the texture onto. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Take like a, I mean, they're a little bit more ubiquitous, like the um, combs that they're yeah. using in macrame mm-hmm. and maybe just comb out the fibers. Yeah. And that. that would poof it out. Oh, that's so true. that would set the knot. Maybe for the next one. Yeah. Because her birthday's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought a gift bag and she's going right in it. All right. Nice. <laughs> so, um, but I was working on it at home. Um, and she's got these big plastic safety eyes. And I really like the way this pattern 
was done because you shape the fabric by like pulling on it to make these like indents for her eyes. And I will say when it was just the head and the ears, I was like, this looks like a pig. <laughs> yeah, I see that. She I looks like a that. pig. But then once I put her horn on and her little body and everything, I was like, okay, she looks like a unicorn. Yeah, no, but she, she could easily be a piggy if you want to put her <laughs> too. Um, so that is Jazzy the Unicorn by I Jess could, Huff. I could crochet with these. And no, no, no more beaded pigs. <laughs> um, I am going to be teaching my rope bowls class again. So I made some fresh samples just because they're fun to make. So this one, I actually kind of hate this, but um, what? I, I, ordered, <laughs> I ordered, Um, I found this great system where I can order from Joanne's in Oxnard and James works in Oxnard and Ooh. he can just pick up my order and bring it home. So when I ordered this thread, it's like a, color changing cotton thread. I love this. I thought it was a it's rainbow, but I thought it was going to be a little brighter. Um it's more primary color. It's than, very primary yeah, colors with yeah. a little bit of pink in it. And it's cute, but it kept breaking and it was like I don't like this anymore. Wow. So I made a short little bowl. It's like a little uh, trivet or something. Um but that one I made to like refresh it's nice my memory. It's a shallow bowl. Yeah, and then this one I made with scraps from my cutting of the I love Just 12. that. I saw that on some someone else doing that. So the fabric I'm using for Just 12, I had these all these little leftover strips. So I wrapped the uh, rope in the fabric strip. And I have seen where you can make the rope bowls where the entire thing is wrapped in fabric, and I'm not a huge fan of that look. But, but this I is like, like that. No, I love it that way with little pops. So this one I really like. I didn't intend for it to be that big, but I just got excited when I was making it and just kept going. Um, but that one I really like, and I thought that would be a fun option to offer as an alternative design for the class. Yeah. Yes, Karen. Is it possible to make it bigger, like a, like a laundry hamper yeah. size? Yeah, you can make it as big as you want. What an awesome laundry hamper size. Right? Wouldn't that be fun? This is the Dritz brand clothesline that you can buy from Joann's. I bought all that they had when James picked up my order for me, which ended up being... Oh, that's a loud noise. Do they have it at Lowe's? They have it at Lowe's, but it was not, I couldn't find a cottony, um, uh -huh. this isn't 100% cotton, it's like cotton and polyester or whatever, but I like the like it's natural look of it. Yeah. Um, and the one I bought from Lowe's is like shiny white nylon oh, rope, yeah. which makes a more structure, which might be better for like a laundry basket because this is pretty floppy. But um, but I like that natural cottony look. Yeah, actually. I like that it's like uh like even in it there's like little bits of little colors just because it's like a natural cotton. So that was fun. Um, and I have visions of making. I still have little leftover bits and pieces of this fabric, but I mean I have endless amounts of scrap fabric, so <laughs> I can make an endless amount of bowls as long as I have rope for it. Could you make a laundry basket size for less than twenty five dollars? Um. It's a lot of rope. So with one of these rope bundles, I can get three bowls about this size. So maybe three or four bundles, but they're like, I don't know how much they are. I bought them on sale, but I don't think you could get it for less than 25, <laughs> especially if you're counting thread, you know. Yeah. Why is that your number? Go to, My, go to, go to Tuesday morning. Yeah. You'll be fine, but you're not going to save any money. <laughs> I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about for the per. It wouldn't be for me. It would be gifted to yeah someone who may not appreciate the work and effort that goes sure. into. Sure. Um, I the saw risk with every handmade gift. <laughs> yeah, true. I saw a really cute version where you start with an, which I want to try next, an oval base, 
Um, and then you come up the side and then you skip a section of connecting to make like a little handle. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen So this. you could use it like a little carrying basket, like a, like you use like a project bag or something. Um, cool. So I want to try that shape next. Um, I'm so happy you did it with a little pops of fabric. Cause I think cute? it's, it's such a cute idea. Yeah. It was fun. Um, did you see it on Instagram? So probably. I, Cause I think I, I might have sent that to you sometime, but you probably already saw it. I, yeah, I don't know. It was in my brain. Um, I wanted to, I was helping a customer choose fabric to make scrunchies out of, and I was like, I haven't made scrunchies in a while, and I thought it would be a cute girl's gift um, for my family reunion for 4th of July. So I was like, and she mentioned to me this customer that she found this great tutorial. So I looked it up online. And it is a YouTube tutorial by Notches, N-O-T-C-H-E-S, Notches Sewing. And it's a very concise, like, two and a half minute long video on how to make scrunchies using the burrito method, which was mind-blowingly smart. Mm-hmm. I was like, why have I never done this before? And I still don't quite understand how it worked, but it was like, you pull it through, you turn it inside out, and then it was a scrunchie. And I was like, this is so smart. So I made this one today because my head was sweaty and I wanted to put my hair up and I didn't have a hair tie. Um... And then you can make them in like five minutes. Like they're like nothing. Um, so I was playing around with scrunchies and now I'm like obsessed with this method of scrunchie making. And I've made scrunchies before and I was like, this is so smart. Like who is this smart person? How did they come up with this? And all of the comments said the same thing. It's like, I've been making scrunchies the hard way. Um, (laughs) so if you want to make a scrunchie, I highly recommend looking up that YouTube tutorial. It takes a scrap of fabric and a piece of elastic and it is fun and easy. I have been wanting because, like, <clears throat> people are building whole businesses of making yes. scrunchies. Yeah, they are. And, really? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I've been thinking, like, why are why am I not doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, just make ten, put them online, whatever. I don't know where. I was Obviously, thinking I was how saying, but... cute it would be to make like Bella, like Mirabella, an outfit mm-hmm. in matching scrunchies oh, for yeah. all of her dresses. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I could do that. Yeah, you could. Um. Yeah. Um. Her hair's finally long enough from her last chop um <laughs> uh, my niece the one who's getting the unicorn ha- is sporting a very chic very short hairdo because Ooh. she would not brush her hair yeah <laughs> and i was like that was me as a kid that too. is what happened yep. Yep. Is... that is I think every mother girl goes through that this is how i had a pixie for yeah. a long long time i i mean my mom never let me get it long enough when that would have been a problem mm-hmm. and the other day she and i were on the phone and she's like i don't know what to do about my hair like get to my waistband when i get dressed like you who taste my sister and i around to keep our hair bob short <laughs> are telling me how hard your life is with your long hair yeah i don't want to hear it yeah there's an obvious solution <laughs> yeah yeah which i mean she's kept her hair short for most of my memory so mm-hmm. like keep having it long is something she hasn't done since she was like Mirabella's age because uh-huh. her hair's like really thick and her mom used to braid it back oh, in like a wow. headache I'm so jealous yeah. um, and so she chopped it all up when she was 11 or 12 yeah um, and she's always had it kind of short so this is like novel that she has long hair but it's like lady <laughs> I don't want to hear it <laughs> remember that conflict we had when I was little <laughs> Which is, that's why at my house, all you have to do is keep your hair tidy, which is a big, big ask, big <laughs> ask for Mirabella. Yeah. <laughs> but her, her, she's really curl. her hair is just straight up curly now. 
But she does brought, she does like care for it every morning finally. Oh good. Maybe I'll let her get earrings soon. That was sort <laughs> of the threshold for whether or not she could get earrings. Um Oh, I have one more thing. Oh, you have one more thing. Um, that's okay. <laughs> um, this week at some point was sewing machine day, National Sewing Machine Day. Oh. I don't know. Um, oh, wow. And I was browsing Instagram, and if you haven't already seen, I'm sure you have, if you look at quilting things on Instagram, um, Pride and Joy Quilting. Um, she is a incredible foundation paper piece-er. Mm-hmm. Um, she just came out with this huge um, quilt that's um, a portrait of Joan of Arc. Have you seen I this? I have not Whoa. seen this. Um, she has this gorgeous um, quilt that she made that's a portrait of her and her two sons that's, like, so sweet. And she has this big, like, fabulous lion. Like, really cool stuff. I bet I've seen the lion. You probably have. Um, anyway, she had, she was collaborating with a bunch of other quilters on Instagram to release free block patterns for National Sewing Machine Day, whatever. Um, so I downloaded all these free patterns just because I wanted this one. So I made a mini quilt of a sewing machine. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's a great one. Isn't it cute? So it is, um, it looks like a little sewing machine that's sewing a piece of fabric and it's got a spool of thread. And this was all stash stuff that I had. So my sewing machine is two colors of gray and black. But hers Perfect. is like peach and pink and really cute colors. So I want to make one that's like really cute colors. But That one's um, very cute. Thank you. <laughs> this was all just stuff I had in my stash. It's got like a turquoise blue background that I had half a yard of. It was perfect. Um, but I had a lot of fun because I really like foundation paper piecing. Um, so I still want to wash it because I've got some blue spots that I need to wash out. But um, I'll hang it up in my office or do something with it. I don't know. It was, su- it was super cute. But uh, there are a lot of other cute patterns that you could download that day. So I have like a stash of block patterns. Are they still available? I think they're still available, but you might have to pay for them now. I think ah. they were free that day. Well, that's good. But um, Verushka Zarati is her name. Mm-hmm. Pride and Joy Quilting is her <gasps> Instagram account. Oh, I saw she has this one that's like this eye. This eye with makeup and the details mm-hmm. are incredible yeah. it's like this gorgeous art yeah it's very cool um and you can buy her patterns and kits to make those fabulous things too they look more complicated than i want to do <laughs> um but this was a nice bite-sized little fun project that i really had a fun time with um so that was the last thing that i finished okay now you, somebody good. else can go right. <laughs> i mean that was a pretty good list uh karen what have you finished one thing one is enough <laughs> One is zero is enough. <laughs> yes. So, class sample. Um, it, it's simply called wire framed tote, and it because I really like the ones that are wire framed. That um, it looks like I need to trim that. Whatever. <laughs> um, so it's like your box, like a big boxy tote, mm-hmm. and it has handles. Thank you for adjusting. Hands trimming her thread. <laughs> Thank you. I have an apple. It has a pocket inside. It's a really interesting way. It's it's quilted. You don't have to quilt it, but I think the quilting gives it better structure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's like one big pocket uh-huh. that for that's formed into three pockets. Nice. Um, I'm going to turn it this way towards you because there's another thread. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and what the Glad handles? So it's rectangular, but the handles come. Um, are this giant loop that come under mm-hmm. the the body and back, and so it's like 
Really I, I mean, it's kind of almost bass in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's big. This is the medium. This is the medium size. Nice. Imagine um, the large. Imagine the large. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's an interesting way the way it's um, done. The, it actually has a wire, rect, a really sturdy wire frame mm-hmm. that is held in place. You can hear the Velcro. from Velcro, Velcro. Oh, and yeah. the idea is that you can take that frame out if you need to wash your bag oh, okay um it also has a an out, outer pocket that's made with mesh so you, you've got a nice clear you don't have to do it with mesh it is nice to have it have a mesh on the outside and if you haven't worked with the mesh it's it's just another skill set to to do Cute. um but i've done stuff with with it's from where did i, I brought it hold on look at the pattern it's called So Organized Design, S-E-W. And, um, she the same one that did those brown baskets yeah, that you did? Yeah, yeah, she did. I did the bread baskets before. And, um, in fact, for the largest casserole size, it's just the same mm-hmm. wire frame mm-hmm. for, like, a really big casserole, I guess. Right. But the idea is then if you had that same type of tote and you went deeper, yeah. You can carry a lot of projects in this size. Nice. Put a lot of stuff um, in there. I can't even imagine what the larger one is because this is the medium size. I this... have these um, bags from Target, and Target mm-hmm. makes them like every summer, and they're wire-framed totes like that. And uh-huh. the larger size, I'm guessing, is maybe like the size that the bigger one is. And it's not that much bigger. It's like a little bit longer, mm-hmm. um, but those are so handy because you can carry so much stuff in them. Oh, yeah. I never thought about making one. Well, yeah, this one, the medium is nine inches high by 18 inches wide and nine and a half deep. Yeah. Um, The small one is six by 14 by six and a half. Mm -hmm. And that large is 10 by 20 by 10 and a half, which is like, I don't. What kind of interfacing is it? Um, It uses like a foam. Mm -hmm. So it's foam on the exterior and just like a soft, like, um, I guess that's soft and stable for the exterior is normally what you do. Um, this one actually, I take it back. This is a double-sided fusible foam. Okay. So then, so what's happening is you're fusing both the outside and the inside, but you finish those edges before you fuse them Uh so that when you have your seams on the, you're on the inside, they're already finished. Nice. So cute. Yeah. It was really, really fun. Um, it's, it's, it's surprising how the frame is only on the very, very top, but it, sits and holds it stays up mm-hmm. it, it, it goes from a floppy tote to a very sturdy stable tote um and i use some of my favorite fabric from anna marie horner i forget which um hindsight hindsight and those are echinaceas yeah i love the echinaceas mm-hmm. the echinaceas and the really giant ginormous yeah, print flowers with a really pretty minty kona on the inside you should send a picture of that to super buzzy and they would repost it oh that i definitely will do that then because that's you picked up fabric for that the other day yep right? yeah. i did i it's did really exactly cute. from super buzzy cute so anywho that was my one finished thing pretty impressive yeah that's fun. Um, I I, I made it. all kinds of mistakes, and I'm like, oh, okay, now I know what what the pattern means when they say that. <laughs> um, I love the big bold floral, mm-hmm. and I was at Target yesterday, and they debuted a collection by Tabitha Brown. It's really cute. I was just looking at it today. I love it, but they don't. Our Target does not carry the larger sizes. No, of I they think don't. it sold out. 
You don't think it's sold out? I, I went there the first day. They oh. didn't carry it. Mm. You can order it online, but my whole point was I wanted to be able to buy it and wear it. Well, that's a that's yeah. a reasonable point, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I just figured it sold out like there are other times they've done collaborations the, mm-hmm. with a talented designer. The swimsuit that she has looks oh so cute, and it's got this big print on it, which, yeah. Um. I saw like a mixed polka dots, which I love. I love that kind of play. With Was texture. that the black and white polka dot one? Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought about but you. that dress that's yeah. like royal really blue and poppy colored orange, like that poppy orange, the California poppy. Mm-hmm. I, and my rec, what I reconciled was I could make this dress very easily. Sure. <laughs> and so I'm so glad that this designer is being featured at Target to mm-hmm. normalize the exciting, bold colored yep. cotton dress. So Plus, like, if you don't follow Tabitha Brown, she's just awesome. I one of these days I want to make go down, get down to LA and go to her restaurant called Kale My Name. Um, and it's a vegan restaurant, but everything that she is so delicious. And I, um, oh, I was one thing they had at Target. Speaking of her collection, I'm sorry, please, yeah. please speak of it. Is they carry her sunshine seasoning? I saw I that. Saw that. Yeah. It is so good. <laughs> I have good? had to special order it twice because oh. it sells out. They McCormick only offered it like once every six months, and it sells out in the first oh, five minutes. Talked about it before. Yeah. It is so yeah. good. And now that you can so get you, you can just go to Target. I got myself two because I'm afraid they're going to sell out. Oh, <laughs> it's uh... that fear of missing out. So, what would you describe the flavor profile as? It's very Caribbean. Okay. So it it's almost a, a Caribbean curry kind of feel to it. There's a lot of turmeric in it, but it has a little bit of heat, but not, 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 not horribly spicy. If you're a person that only likes a little bit of spice, you'll be fine with this. Okay. Um, it's great on vegetables. It's great on meat. I actually used it the other evening on, um, we, or yesterday I roasted a salad. I roasted some beets to put into a salad. I tossed it with some olive oil and some of that sunshine seasoning and roasted it with some garlic cloves. It was amazing. Nice. Right. I just had that to go on my salad. I'm going to have to grab it because I'm 21 season salute from Trader Joe's is my mm, current that goes on everything like multi seasoning. I don't have to think about what it is and it's always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to try that sunshine. Um, so that's pretty good, Karen. That's it's delicious. It is like sun. It is. It's like sunshine in your mouth. <laughs> that's why I know that you've talked about it before because I love that descriptor. Okay. I finished my stony shore cardigan yay um it's cute good yeah i'm looking oh, for approval i love those from colors oh yeah no i love it <laughs> um i was a dirty knitter and i knitted mean? all my ribbing oh <laughs> <laughs> and it's if, cute if you could be a dirty knitter i would recommend it <laughs> Uh, I think when I was working on it, we commented on my I-cord bind-off yep. on my um, Love it. ribbing. What a cozy uh, sweater. Yeah. Perfect thing for an 85 degree. Yeah. We got the air conditioner yeah. on in here. And my pockets are in. Yep. I put my pockets in as I crocheted that row. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Smart. it worked out really great. Nice. Because my finishing was minimal. Love it. I'm. This is my first time putting it on right now. Yeah. Look, Since I finished sewing great. it while you guys were talking. Uh, <laughs> but all my ends are woven in. Nice. So I'm really done. <laughs> done, done. There's no secret ends. I like to leave like one secret end. Yeah, somewhere where you conspicuous. Like, yeah, where you like find it later and you're like, oh yeah. And you're like, I'm never going to leave never. that end. Never. 
I have a pair of socks that way that I never wore that had, had stranding. Never wove a single. That Cap Bordy told me in person that you shouldn't weave in your ends the first couple times you wear the socks so that you can see where your stitches land and then you can weave them in. Or just don't weave them in. Unless it bothers <laughs> your toes or whatever. But Honestly, it didn't bother my toes at all. I, I was surprised. Um, I have been beading more than knitting or crocheting. Mm. And I made this pretty um, trio. I love of, the colors. Um, of uh, seed beads. Um, I found these jumbo seed beads that are size. So like the number goes, the bigger the number, the smaller the bead, right? Uh-huh. So a 15 is really, really tiny. An 11 is your usual. A six is what knitters are, a six or an eight is what uh-huh. knitters or crocheters are going to put into their work. So you can get a, a little hook into those. Yeah. Um, these are twos. Twos. These wow, those big guys. Two. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, these are not twos. For some reason, I think they're 32s, <laughs> but they're very big, these blue beads. I, I have. love the different sizes. Like, it gives it such cool texture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And finished piece. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. And then I was somewhere and they had, like, all the sizes and coordinating colors. And I was like, well, I'll just do graduated sizes. Yeah. And that it will work great. great. So I have quite a few colors that I'll be, they shouldn't get tangled like this. But anyway, <laughs> this is the, the gray beads was the one that like really inspired things. So it's gray and a very green, like not quite mint, but not turquoise anymore either. That, that kind yeah. of color. Um, and I've, I've worn these a couple times already. I finished them this weekend. Cute. Um, you're going to see a lot of colors in this. Okay. And then I talked about it last time I recorded that I'm a little obsessed with um stitched fringe earrings yeah mm-hmm. so I've been going a little crazy with that I've got my first pair that we put on the um yep on Instagram. the on the gram yep yep and I have these crazy ones that make <gasps> me think of Billie pretty. Eilish oh my yeah <laughs> it's a white like her hair. bugle bead and a black bugle bead and a neon green um Miyuki Del- Delica which are like very like uniform square bead and um, they're so long. They're I want to know about drama. That you want to? Okay. So this one, I made this one, and Kevin's like, "Oh, is that your pride earring?" Yeah. I'm like, "It's not a rainbow." <laughs> I mean, I would wear pride earrings for sure, but it's not a rainbow. And he doesn't know what a rainbow is. Obviously, um, red, orange, yellow, pink, and a royal blue. Close. Um, very close, but I love not. That. It's. I have a um Hawthorne Indiana shirt. I think they issued from oh. Target. Uh, maybe after season two, of Stranger Things. Mm. And this is the stripe. Hawkins. Hawkins. Thank uh-huh. you. Um, I said Hawking. No, you said Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Even know I was what like, I'm, I don't know what you're I don't know about. what the words I'm saying are. <laughs> Hawkins, Indiana, <laughs> from Stranger Things, yeah. the fictional town they live in. Um, it's the stripe on my eighties. Inspired. Yeah, I love it. It's awesome. (laughs) So I'm a little obsessed, right? I make and I I'm finding keeping my clothing as the inspiration is great because then it'll go with my outfit. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. It's already done for you. Yeah. Yeah, the color palette's put together. Um these are my America ones. Cute. It's a um like a triangle with little with alternating white beads on a blue field so it's like the stars and um then red and white uh, fringe and my daughter's like she counted the fringe she's like mom you figure you you ended up with 13 stripes yeah it's like 
Huh. Wow, look at me I wonder me if that was like, in my control. <laughs> and are there 50 stars? There are not 50 stars. I really, really I thought about hearing. like how to do it. Because I could have extended the fringe. Yeah. But it would have been more challenging. Like it wasn't going to work out so that they were like nestled in the field of blue. Some of the white dots would have been on the yeah. outside. And I didn't I don't know like why that. anybody would ever count how many stars are in your earrings. Right. Except for right. Mirabella. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> Then, well, poking around on the internet, because I wanted to get, you can get, um, like, knitting graph paper. You can get graph paper that matches the bead stitch technique oh, that you're doing. Oh. But while doing that, I found a little baseball. Oh, that's oh, cute. cute. <laughs> and so uh, my husband is an A's fan, uh, and I'm perfectly comfortable being an A's fan as well, even though this is my high school rival's colors. Mm-hmm. Um so I made a little baseball with fringe coming off. I want you to make that baseball with fringe, but make the fringe look like fire, like it's going really fast. Well, so my kids were <laughs> like, my kids were like, oh, it's like a baseball comet. Yeah. Actually, I showed it to Alexander, the twenty, almost twenty-two year old, and he's like, what's that round thing? <laughs> so he's like, not a sport. big sports fan. Yeah, not a sports kid. He's not in a sports ball. And then I showed it to Dante, and he said, like, essentially the same thing. What's that round part? <laughs> so. Actually, it was I was working on them on Saturday, just past, and uh, next day is Father's Day, and uh, he's, I said, Kevin, both your sons were like, what is that round thing? What do you think about, like, catch tomorrow? Yeah, it's a great Father's Day activity. Uh, I have a good friend who's a Giants fan, so oh, I made really some, cool. Ooh, I like some that Giants, one. so it's a baseball with black fringe and little red alternate or orange alternating. Um, I'm really excited about little... Um, I figured out how to do circle ones. Yeah. So I oh, have a yeah. dome cool. shape instead of a triangle. Very pretty. Um, I got a mix, of, like a strung mix that's mm-hmm. all just like oh, I love crazy. Those. So I did that in the dome shape too. And then, then I took the baseball shape. What's that round thing? Yeah. <laughs> and I just did the baseball shape in the crazy mixed up uh-huh. color way. With gold fringe coming off. Yeah, and I really gumball. like that one. Like a gumball. Yeah, like a gumball. I like that. I was thinking like crazy disco ball. Was yeah. The jazz, yep. Like the Can vibe you I was getting. Like a cloud and like raindrops. You could. Yes. Oh, yeah. That would be cute. Yeah. Um, I've seen some. Or like similar... a rainbow coming out of it. I've seen some things like that and I just want to buy them yeah. from that person. Yeah. Um, but yes. Yes. Too. Yeah. I don't wear earrings like that, but I think they're pretty oh. cute. Well. I mean, I might. Okay. Because. But... I don't have space in my daily life for that. So um, Karen had seen my earrings from last time, and she very politely offered to commission me some earrings, and then I just left her on red. um, (laughs) Because I'm not sure about what I'm going to do as far as selling these, if or at all. Um, so that's for you. I get yeah. hair. These are oh, look at my little you. yellow ones. But, They're so cute. Know, I mean, they go with you right I, now. I would wear earrings like this if I had a place to go. It's like, Tuesday and you're here. It goes perfectly with you. My shirt. And these are the perfect length because I don't have a long neck. I can't do really droopy long things. I don't. Th- I've never felt comfortable. Yeah. These are perfect. Well, Thank I'm you. glad you like them. Thank you. If you feel you know my daring, colors, someday I could make you very long ones because. Um, you don't have to have a long neck. But thank yeah. you for the... I asked when, when we were sort of lightly talking about it, and I was really fishing for details more than saying, yes, you could pay me to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> the hot tip of... I asked if Karen had any um, 
Metal sensitivity, she said yes, but she puts Neosporin on the back of the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And these ones, I, I'm usually very sensitive. Like, I can't wear mm-hmm. yeah, them I'm for more than a too. day. Um, and well, Neosporin on it. Yeah, smart. So these, I don't have any reaction, the one that I used for you guys. Uh-huh. So hopefully Maybe. they will also be kind of hypoallergenic for you. Nice. But I ha- there are some earring um, hooks or lever backs that um, were very, like, these I put it in awesome. for 10 minutes and they hurt. And yeah. I use the Neosporin. Yeah. Okay. With Neosporin, <laughs> I can last about an hour, hour and a half. Oh. Have you tried but, nail polish? Uh, <laughs> and then Neosporin? Because my mom used to coat the back of hers yeah, with nail, nail polish. polish. I've I heard that. don't know about that. I know that when I was, when I was, first got my ears pierced, it was like, if you if you had the really really nice expensive gold, yeah, but that's, that's how just my mom not, is. I just that's just not in the budget to do all the time. I'm not a jewelry enough person to yeah. do that, and sometimes that stuff is just always fancy. It doesn't come with a fun, the fun shapes. So. Well, I hope you have fun with Yay. those, and they don't I'm gonna hurt have fun. you. Yeah, but I don't have. I I really. I'm can gonna wear... put them on when I get home because I'm gonna wait for the next no morning. need No need to show them off. You'll have to send a picture of you wearing them. Though. I will. Um, but. Though this particular style, when I wear them, even without the neosporin, I could wear them all day. So everybody's different, but mm-hmm. I chose them in hopes that we'd all be good. We could take this Yeah. So I mean, essentially, Katie, it's Tuesday, and that goes with your outfit. Yeah. It no totally, pressure to wear them all the time. Totally that, that is so weird. How did you know she was going to wear yellow? Huh, even, it even I goes. Don't know. Like, it goes with her scrunchie. Have I told you my realization I had the other day when I was Tell sitting us. at lunch? And I, because that is so freaking cute. Oh, yeah, you were talking about And I got out my yellow purse and I pulled out my (laughs) yellow AirPods case and I looked down at my yellow shoes and I told myself I should buy a different color. No. But then I went to Target and I bought the seizure the other day. So that is the right choice. Yeah. That's true. In any given day, I probably wouldn't wear all of these together on a daily basis (laughs) with the scrunchie and the earrings and everything, but, you know, I might. It came together today. I hope you enjoy them. I do. Thank at, you. At, uh, fancy events or on Tuesdays. Yeah, I'm fine with so. that too. So yeah, I haven't decided what I'm going to do about selling them because I, I'm really like hearing, like I'm looking carefully at what's happening, what you can see on Instagram of mm-hmm. Indigenous and non-Indigenous people participating in this art form. Mm-hmm. And like I read one thing that was like, hey, stop it. <laughs> Indigenous people have built this as an industry. But I, I don't know how authentic that is, actually. And yet, I don't want to question right. it too much. So I'm just kind of really biding my time and looking at what's happening. I'm okay. considering that if I do sell it, that I'm going to look for some, um, some like, indigenous-friendly or pro, like, whatever they're, like, whatever a good... Like something that supports land back or reparations mm-hmm. or something like that. Because I want to participate in this art form and I don't think I'm going to be shooed away from it, but I don't know exactly how I'd approach it in the marketplace yet. Yeah. That's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, hope you enjoy your answer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank <end>. you. <laughs> Are those uh, all the things you finished or? Yeah, the necklaces, the earrings, and the cardigan. Nice. That's a, Those are some good also things. Good. Yeah. That's pretty major yeah. stuff. Cool. But the beading's really fun. Yeah. It's feeding your soul right now. Yeah. That's a good thing. Kevin's like, are you getting ready for something? Because I'm kind of full bore into it right, right. now. And I was like, 
No. <laughs> just having fun. It's just I haven't really done any jewelry making in about five years uh, with any great, like, creativity behind it. Uh-huh. And I sold through my back stock finally. Nice. <laughs> Pretty much when yeah. we did our boutique in November. So sometimes it's just fun to make things with no reason behind it. It's just yeah. I'm just accumulating things because they're fun to it make. Just because it feeds your yep. soul. Yep. yep. Um, well, you want to do obsessions, things like that? Yeah, I, I'm ready. What okay. are you obsessed with? Katie? I have two. Um, first off is I don't play a lot of games, you know, on my phone, computer, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Gets in the way of knitting. It does. <laughs> yeah. But I had been playing a long time ago and I forgot about until I saw people playing it online. GeoGuessr? either of you done this Mm -mm. um so you you can have like a free version of it but it's only free for like a five minute game or something but i think it's like 2.99 a month to play um and you can play on your i think it's a desktop only thing i don't think it's on a phone so i or you know i use my laptop whatever um but there's different versions of it basically you get plopped into a google Maps street view and you have to figure out where on a map you like put your pin where you are. That's awesome. And you can play globally. They could be anywhere in the world. So you're like looking for street signs, trying to figure out what language you're reading. You know, you can play United States. You can play, you know, people make these maps. So there are maps for everything. James and I last night were playing together and we were playing just the Ventura County map. So it plops you into a place in Ventura County. And it was fun (laughs) to like, super fun. It was really fun to like, see where you are initially and guess like this looks like Camarillo or this looks like Ojai. Like you could tell pretty quickly when you're in Ojai. <laughs> um, and I have learned that um, different cities um, street signs are different colors, right? So Camarillo oh. is brown. Ventura is blue. You know, I, so now I have like those little clues to figure out where I am, but it's very fun. And it's, I feel like it's a better thing to do than scrolling on my phone. Cause I'm like at least using my brain a little bit, but yeah. it's pretty chill. Yeah. So it's like, I think the way it works, I'm playing like the classic version of it, which is like five rounds. And then, so you get plopped somewhere, you figure out where you are, you put your pin and then it tells you. And I think 5,000 points is like, you're pretty darn close, like a couple meters away. Um, So you're trying to get like a perfect score. So it's very fun. That sounds very fun. I have been having a good time with it. Um, My other obsession is, I think we talked about um, Mr. Styles. Uh, last, yes. <laughs> last one, but his new album has since come out. Oh, so so I've been listening to Harry's House pretty yeah. much on repeat, yep. and it is so good. It is. It's yeah. so good. Um, there's some songs that I listen to over and over, and some that I skip because well, one that I skip because it makes me too sad to listen Aww. to. Which one is that? Matilda. Um, I mean, it's an excellent song, but it is sad. Yeah. But the album itself is very, very. It is good. Um, yeah. music for a sushi restaurant is yeah, so it. good. Love it, love it, love it's it. so good, and also late night talking is my like second favorite. But um, I've yeah. been having no, such I a good time. The whole album. I'm bad with song names, so yes. Um, Harry's house is the name of the album. Yeah. Harry Styles um, is the person so we're talking about. I was. It came up at work. Um, somebody said something about oh, like um, my one of my coworkers was talking about like when he hears a genre of music that he likes, he has to go to the very beginning of its founding uh-huh. and get the origin. In, yeah. And just listen to that. Cause he feels like that's the most authentic, like, okay. like K-pop I'd have to like get into like the first bands and the, um, so then I was <laughs> that's like, easy cause I only get into stuff when it's old. So, right. Yeah. So then I was like, Oh, so you're not part of the BTS army. Uh-huh. And I've got this new girl who's 
same age as Alexander. She's 21, I guess. Maybe she turned 22 yet. Doesn't matter. Very young. And they said, oh, are you, are you part of the BTS army? Just teasing her. And uh-huh. she's like, no, but my friends are. And I'm like, Phew. I gave up my boy band. Like, yeah. My boy band time was over by the end of fourth grade, which no, is I'm kind a, of early. I'm in a boy band um, revolution, you know, right now where I'm like <laughs> obsessed with all these new things. And I'm like, oh, this is like how I felt when I was 12 years old with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Aww. Well, so I was, I, then I was like, but I do like Harry Styles now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, but he's dating someone older than me. Is so he? I think Olivia Wilde's older than me. I didn't know they were dating. Oh yeah. It's super oh. serious. Oh, They're sweet. like looking for houses together. Cute. <laughs> um, he's in two new movies coming up too. That I know. I'm excited One of them's about. hers and I, I'm excited too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. I figured sure. you might yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'll overlap into that one. <laughs> okay, you can you can borrow it. Uh, obsessions. Okay. I have not had any time to do obsessions oh. because I was so Obsessed the first something. <laughs> well, I was so busy doing the um, working with the elections division that for the first couple of weeks, and then also I am in design mode. So those are your two obsessions: the, yeah. serving democracy. <laughs> What a good obsession. I know. Uh, my mother-in-law tried to tell me, well, you're doing too much. Maybe you shouldn't have done the election thing. Oh, no. And I said, um, I'm making a difference. Mm-hmm. And if that is the thing, well, because, you know, she, she criticized me for not being there to take care of my family. You should know I have a 29, a 26, and a 20-year-old. They're adults. They know how to cook. They can fend for themselves. And I, and I, I was so proud. I'm like, my friend Anne, her kids help with the dinner she teaches them early on everybody works as a family unit and they help and i go even her little ones they help and they make dinner and they make a dinner that's that's at their level Mm -hmm. but they help and they do everything because they work as a family unit i go my my people my people here because she was like thinking i'm like i don't have little kids at home yeah, who do you need to take care of? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, everybody in our house is adults. You could pour yourself a bowl of cereal They know how hungry. and everybody knows how to cook. Yep. Everybody knows how to pitch in. Yep. Well, thank you for that interpretation of how I torture my children. I appreciate it. Because that is my I goal. think that's it great is. parenting. You're teaching them really important life skills early on. And not only that, you're teaching your kids to think of other people and to appreciate other people in their family and not just Mom, when's my dinner? Or mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm too busy on my computer to come to the mm-hmm. table. Yeah. Because and I'll I'll just get it later. Put it in the microwave for me. Yeah, not in my house. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Y'all are uh, adults. If you're not at the table by the time I'm ready to clean up, it's getting put away. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. Right There's nothing for you. I am also like really honored that you would use that as the ammunition for you to have your time it was a heated it was time. it was a heated time but this is your conversation time, yeah why can't you go do these things like, yeah they are all this was ups. very you important have nurtured them and mothered them into adulthood as you should and have done well at now it's your time yeah <laughs> i do appreciate that even though it was father's day my kids were like mom you're not feeling well how can i help you today oh god they were so so good good. i'm like i got an extra mother's day on a father's day (laughs) sorry son well isn't his birthday coming he can wednesday yeah that is just his day then yeah Yeah. he's good he's got a day tomorrow tomorrow tomorrow. my parents have always seen mother's day and father's day it's like well she's not my mother 
or she's not my father, so they don't give each other presents or like. Oh no, yeah. You know? It's like no, she's not my. That was I think that was my dad that started. Yeah. It's like that's, she's not my mom. Yep. Um. Yeah. We don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But we're, you know, I, I, I kind of hate Mother's Day and Father's Day. It's such an artificial yeah. holiday. It's like, okay, if you want, like, sometimes you just have to accept people's want to participate in something like yeah. that. So, okay, kids, sure. Uh, we'll go do something that only you can't complain about that I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I so just I don't want, I just, media. when they were younger, I just didn't want it to be, oh, the only day in the in your life that you actually mm-hmm. set aside time to think about this are these days that were set aside by somebody else. Right, yeah. that are just made up. But as they got older, they I do they are very, very thoughtful and very, very caring. My so. dad is, like, really good at Father's Day because he texts me about a month beforehand and says, I want this. <laughs> and I order it and we're good to go. <laughs> and then he's like, what are we last week? He's like, what are we doing on with this weekend? And I was like, I don't know. You tell me what you yeah. want to do. And he's like, I want to barbecue some hot dogs and have the kids come over. And I was like, I'll buy some hot dogs and you can grill them, dad. Yeah. So it was easy peasy. He got a t-shirt that he wanted and he got a, um, one of those fake rock Bluetooth speakers for his backyard. He's very excited <laughs> about it. That's awesome. <laughs> I like that story. So yeah. This segment is also, what are the people in your life obsessed with? Sure. There you go. <laughs> That's a cool thing. Yeah, he uses, he has like a Bluetooth speaker that he brings outside, but he brings it back and forth. And we were saying like, you need some sort of decorative like garden speaker. Yeah. So my sister found like a fake rock looking one um, that's Bluetooth. And I was like, this is perfect. So that's awesome. That's what he got. (laughs) And a t-shirt from me. Uh, That's fantastic. Well, Um, yeah, I was listening to the January 6th um, hearings and they were interviewing the poll workers today mm-hmm. and it made me think of how important your job is hey. like uh that's some pretty moving testimony today and, yep um i am obsessed with a show that i <clears throat> am late to and i wonder i've been like sitting on it to ask you if you've watched it yet it's on netflix it's called dark and it's a german um sci-fi mystery sort of time travel subtitles subtitles yeah probably not only because as much as i've tried to get into those usually i'm trying to knit and i can't knit and look at the subtitles and try to juggle all that so a decently fast reader you can read it and look down (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i've been beating or yeah doing a really simple knitting project maybe that's true that's Um, true because that is what because i think i started it because it's I, I, are you not like super excited about sci-fi that is not in English? I am not particularly, I didn't think of it that way. Let's say Uh I stayed away from this one because the, um, description didn't do it justice. I just thought it was like a missing kid mystery. Um, and I don't want that. Yeah. Because yeah, no, like, no, no. I don't want to just watch people be tortured while they're looking for this kid that we don't know where they are and we yeah, don't know how to hope of what's. Yeah. I'm like, this is not a journey I want to go on after working in a funeral home all day. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, no, thanks. But then Kevin watches the has a YouTube channel of these um, like um, special effects, graphic, graphic special effects artists. And they um, sit together and they like par- pick apart mm. um, effects. Mm. And some one of those guys was like, "Oh, it's like watching dark. You don't want to like 
you want to look at the screen the whole time and you don't want to look down to read because mm. you want to look at the whole the screen the whole time. And I was like, oh, these guys like dark. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll be something I like. Um, maybe it's something different than I thought it was. Adding and that to is. my list. It is. It's like... Mind-melting shows. One of the most... According to Roger Ebert. It's... It's like right now... So I'm in the third season, which I believe they wrap it up in the third season. Um, it's so like tangled up i don't know how they're gonna untangle it in like the three more episodes i have to watch mm. but those are always good when you're like mm -hmm. how can we ever get to the end it's so good that when i'm thinking about it i think about the characters as though they're speaking uh -huh. english uh -huh. because when i'm thinking about it later you're remembering it in english <laughs> yeah I, I don't know if that means anything at all it's just it's very easy to connect with um i was um Alexander took two years of German in high school and it, but it, it's not, it wasn't taught as conversational language. It was more of like a, to be able to read German. Uh -huh. um, so I don't think that's a great way to be able to speak it. So, or listen to it. Yeah. So um, he was in the living room while I was watching it one night and I was, he's not really paying attention. He's playing with the dogs. And um, I said, do you like, do you understand any of this? Just, you know, mm -hmm. in passing. And he's like, I'm not paying attention. Shoes me off. And then one of the characters like sees something shocking and he says, you know, the F word really uh -huh. loud. And he's like, I got that one. I knew that one. I, I heard that. Would you like me to translate it? <laughs> <laughs> That's like my Spanish. I'm like, if you talked really slow or wrote it down, I might be able to understand you. But <laughs> I'm not bad at Spanish. Uh, Spanish when, speakers just speak so quickly. Uh, hable despacio, por favor. Yeah, exactly. Muy importante palabras. <laughs> yes. When you're all done, See, I did find it an obsession. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's floor. it. I just you should watch Dark. I'm not going to get it. Floor is. No, I, don't I love I don't that like show. <laughs> oh, I love this. The floor is what? Floor is lava. <laughs> I, I know what you were going to say, but you didn't say it. So. I cut her off. I'm the listeners. Because y'all are supposed to say it. Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> I haven't watched it because I think it was dumb. It's better this okay, it's better this Karen, year. It is better Karen. this season. True. But when you know, when I want something that's kind of mindless and or and it's it's a game that feels whimsy to me because mm -hmm. we used to play it with the kids. Mm -hmm. Um and my kids they're all adults now, but they remember that on rainy days I was the one who would open up a tent and we would play camp out in the living room. And we play, and we take all the cushions off and play floor is lava. Yeah, I mean it's fun to play. <laughs> it is fun. Yeah. It, it there there are some. It's a little. The rules are a little different this time. The way it's structured, there's a little bit more to it. A little more. It's it's. You feel like I feel like they got a better budget. Mm. Um, it just reminds me of the game. game we used to watch Nickelodeon, and what was the one with the Agricrag? It was oh, like the giant mountain uh, um, thing. It was like guts. A, well, there was, yeah, it was like Guts and they had some other one that was like that. And we always thought, those look so fun. I wish they had those for grownups. So Floor is Lava is Nickelodeon for grownups. <laughs> yeah. Um, My there family was... likes it. I just, I'm, I haven't gotten into it. There was Guts. There was Legends of the Hidden Temple. That's I loved I Legends of, of the yeah. Hidden and Temple. And then there was, uh, I did like that whatever one, the um, one that Mark Summers did, the Double Dare. Double Dare. Yeah. yeah. Double Dare where you always had to like 
reach into this the giant nose. nose. <laughs> yeah. Not. Oh, yeah. Double dare grossed me out. Yeah. Like the food, any so, kind of now, the food, the slime. Now the they always had the family double dare. So yeah. they did have a family version, but our kids were too little. And I knew this would happen by the time our kids were big enough. It's off the air. <laughs> it was on the air for a pretty long yeah, time. <laughs> I know, but my kids were like toddlers then. It's like, you want to make them go down the slide with the boogers coming out the nose? <laughs> or stick their little arms up there and pull the flags out? Mostly, we just wanted Legends of the Hidden Temple oh, in, so in adult, good. in adult like, as a gro- grown-up obstacle course. I think that's called a escape room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um, lost my train of thought. Okay. Well, I think, I think we yeah. can call it a, yeah. a night. It's yeah. an hour and a half into yeah. this, and yeah. I think we're tired, so... Um, I think uh, when this episode comes out, um, you will have new classes to choose from on our website. So if you want to um, take a class from us, there's lots of things on there for fun. And if you're not local, we still have our independent study video classes as an option. Um, But I think that's it this month for the book club. We are we just came out with our episode for Cersei, um, which we all agreed was excellent. Mm -hmm, And this month we're reading The Vanishing Half by Brit. Bennett. I just remembered that off mm-hmm. the top of my head. I feel so You're smart. So good. <laughs> <laughs> and other than that, we'll see you next month for our next episode. Bye, yeah. everybody. Bye. Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Leckervin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at Strings and Things Studio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com. <laughs>